Welcome into episode 14 of the Thunder Sports Report. I'm Rusty Lindsay. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode. This week's episode was recorded a couple weeks ago, and our guest is Carlos Fuentes, who was a former Wheaton Wrestling All-American, a national runner-up, and a Pete Wilson Wheaton Invitational Champion. Carlos is currently doing mission work in Ukraine, and we connected a couple weeks ago before their national lockdown. So I hope you'll enjoy this week's guest on the Thunder Sports Report, Carlos Fuentes. Uh, Carlos, thanks for taking the time to to join us. Let's 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 go back all the way to the beginning. You grew up uh, in Lom- in Lombard, right down the street, essentially. So, what was it about Wheaton that that essentially uh, drove you to stay home for college and and compete in your own backyard for the next four years? Uh, yeah, Rusty, great question. Uh, appreciate you having me on here as well. So, um, thanks for that. Yeah. So, uh, starting from the beginning. Uh, you know, it was a process of choosing which school I was going to go to after after high school. Uh, I did go to high school, like you said, in Lombard, uh, right down the street from Wheaton. Uh, but I, I think uh, Wheaton really stood out, uh, you know, I think from other schools in the way that, um, you know, it just has a, an environment that fosters uh, spiritual growth. Uh, you know, um, I took my uh, my visit uh, we had my official uh, visit there with the wrestling team and, and uh, you know, spent some time there. And uh, just my experience being with the guys and uh, just the way that they conducted themselves and, uh, you know, conversations that we were able to have about, about life and uh, about spirituality and, and Christianity and faith. And uh, it was just it was different than any other visits, um, you know, that I've that I've had. Um, and so, you know, it was just a. Uh, just opened my eyes to, you know, Wheaton being a place that I can really uh, grow in my faith and also academically and athletically. So it's one of the reasons I'd say. Uh, were, had you had some familiarity with the program? Because I, I know that a lot of local people, local high school kids will go to the Wheaton basketball camps or the Wheaton wrestling camps as they come through. Was that something that you had had exposure to or was it just – uh, Coach Grunewald's uh, ability to sell the program and and really sell you on the vision of what he had going on here. Yeah, great question. So it's funny. I didn't I didn't know uh, I didn't know anything about Wheaton College actually until my junior year of high school. Um, I didn't I didn't even know it existed uh, to be honest. Uh, so I had uh, it was actually um, one of Coach Grunewald's assistants show up to one of my meets and he, uh, to one of my wrestling matches and, and he, you know, talked to me about Wheaton and, uh, and told me how great of a place it was. And so, uh, from there, you know, that's when I took my visit. And then I, I would say that coach Grunewald definitely, um, you know, was a big influence on me and, and really, um, you know, showing me the vision that he had for the program and, um, you know, how he wanted it to be. I, I remember him specifically saying, you know, it's, he wants Wheaton to, to be number one in, uh, in D3 wrestling. And then he wants us to take on D1 schools. And, uh, you know, to, to, he just, his, uh, his vision was just so much bigger than, um, you know, uh, just being a good program. He wanted to be the best, the best uh, D3 wrestling program there was. So uh, that really, that really sold, one of the things that sold me for sure. Uh, but I would say, yeah, Coach Grunewald definitely, uh, him and his vision really, uh, really helped, you know, foster that uh, the desire to go to Wheaton. 
you were part of a core uh, of that group that, as you came through, really seemed to elevate the program. I mean, you broke into the dual rankings and, and the, the national rankings and, and had a, just a slew of national qualifiers. When that group came in, was there an awareness within the group of kind of how special this would be? And, and, and as you kind of built that, what was the momentum like within the program? Yeah, for sure. So definitely coming in freshman year, we had a group of, of solid guys. Um, you know, I, I think I think there was definitely a, a level of, of intensity when I walked in the room freshman year. The guys, were, uh, they just had a fire in them. They were really, uh, really focused on, on being the best, on wanting to be a program that, um, you know, that – that made a big mark in the, uh, you know, in the national rankings and, and in just uh, being the best that they could be, the best program we could be. So, um, you know, I think that was really exciting. And then, and then freshman year, honestly, um, I didn't have any big expectations. Uh, I was really undersized as a, uh, as a freshman. Uh, the lowest weight class is 125, and I came in weighing about 118. Um, and so, you know, there wasn't a, a lot of expectations for me even, um, you know, starting really. Um, but then, uh, you know, the, the chance presented itself and, uh, and it was really exciting to be a part of that, you know, that year, uh, freshman year, we, we won, uh, CCIW conference. Um, and that was really big for us. And, and yeah, that was a year that we were, you know, up there in the rankings as well. So, uh, it was just really exciting to um, to be a part of that team, to be with those guys who had that desire, and also, you know, Coach Grunewald just, um, you know, uh, putting that in our heads as well, um, you know, that we really want to be the best team we can that year. So, um, yeah, so, so that was one of the most exciting exciting years at Wheaton, I think, um, was back in 2014-15. Yeah, you mentioned not having those expectations as a freshman. How do you feel like those expectations then grew despite the fact that you're injured your sophomore year and then you kind of have that setback in what would normally be probably a breakout year for you and gets put on hold. So how do those expectations tend to drive you then as you deal with that injury uh, in your sophomore year? Yeah, for sure. So there's a big, there's a big connection, um, you know, with just uh, – you know, uh, me ending the, my freshman year, um, with just some success. Um, so it was great, um, making it to nationals, um, my freshman year. Um, I don't even think I was, was ranked at that time. Uh, but then, you know, breaking into, um, to the national tournament. Um, and then, yeah, it was, it was a tough setback sophomore year. It was preseason when I, when I was injured, um, I tore my, uh, UCL and my elbow, and, uh, that was a really difficult time for me, uh, because like you said, I, I did, you know, since then that the breakout freshman year, I did have expectations, uh, you know, on being a national champion. And, and so, um, so like with that injury, you know, I knew that I was out for the whole season. I had to get surgery and it was a eight month, uh, or more recovery. Um, but I, it was really cool because I really saw God work in that time, um, you know, I, I, I really had to cling to him and rely on him, um, and just know that, you know, my worth isn't from me being an athlete, uh, but it's, it's in him. And, 
Um, he worked through that time because he allowed me to work in different ways to become a better athlete. Um, through that time, I was able to, um, to get in the weight room and to lift uh, a lot. I did what I could because uh, I couldn't be on the mat. So I just focused on um, putting muscle mass on. And um, I ended up, uh, I, I went from, I think I ended the season around like 126. And by um, the beginning of my junior uh, or uh, third third year after that sophomore year, I, I weighed about 138 and was cutting to 125. Um, so I gained a ton of weight and that really helped me um, throughout my career after that sophomore year. So I think God turned a, a, a tough situation into a, a really spiritually maturing um, uh, season of my life. And also um, it was a gift to have an extra year as well to just focus on getting better physically um, that really helped me athletically as well. Yeah, and then obviously you return the next year. You make another appearance in the, at the NCAA tournament. But how does that the second appearance and then coming in second at the Wheaton Invitational really prep you for the year you had in 2017-18 where you end up the national runner-up and, and uh, really have this national explosive year? For sure. So – yeah, it was exciting coming back after an injury and, um, you know, seeing success right away, um, you know, going into, I think, yeah, that, that Pete Wilson tournament was a really big, um, it kind of, I would, I would say, uh, put me on the map. It, it put a lot of people's eyes on, um, on, you know, what I could do, um, which was, which was awesome, which was great. Um, and, uh, and I think, I think what it did is it gave me confidence to make the finals of that, that Pete Wilson tournament. I wrestled a guy in the semifinals who was, I think, ranked third in the nation at the time and, uh, had a really great match against him and ended up beating him. And, uh, and so it just gave me a ton of confidence knowing that, you know, I could hang with the best in the nation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be there. I've, I've worked really hard to get there and God's given me the opportunity um, you know, to have this, this talent. So, um, it, it's just really exciting and it really, um, it really did give me a, a boost of confidence. And then, you know, after that year, um, to just know that I, I belong with anybody, I could, I could hang with anybody in the nation. And so, um, I think that gave me the confidence that I needed to go into my, my final year, um, and make the national finals. You mentioned the Pete Wilson, and and probably I would I would imagine for you one of the seminal moments of your career was winning the Pete Wilson, but just the uniqueness of that win coming a little over a month after after Pete Wilson's death. What what was can can you remember remember what about that moment kind of stands out the most to you, and what is it about the Pete Wilson as a Wheaton wrestler uh, that makes that tournament so special? Yeah. I would say in um, in all my years of wrestling, uh, that um, that tournament that year um, was definitely, um, I would say, one of the most, if not the most, memorable um, times in my career. Um, It definitely, um, it was in the back of my head, you know, that um, just uh, you know all that happened with. just the, the legacy of the tournament and, and, and Pete Wilson and his life and, and how much he's given to the program and how much he's given to people. And, um, you know, just on a personal level, um, 
really how much I felt that he gave to me um, just showing up at, at our tournaments, um, being there, being a supporter always. Um, you know, my, my freshman year when I was really struggling, um, you know, he, I remember he came to me at the Pete Wilson tournament after I lost and was, was knocked out of the tournament. Um, he just, you know, uh, grabbed me, patted me on the shoulder. I think I remember him just, just giving me words of encouragement, um, you know, that, uh, you know, you'll be back here and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's okay. And, um, so those thoughts definitely went through my head and then, um, I just remember winning it and, um, you know, uh, it, it was definitely a special moment for, for just for Wheaton, I think. And, uh, um, just thinking about, um, you know, Pete Wilson and his family and, and I know a lot of his family was there as well. Um, so just to represent Wheaton, um, was really special. I felt just, uh, yeah, just, it was a humbling experience. Um, I think it, we went to his, uh, the team went to his funeral um, uh, a few days after, um, and uh, yeah, so you know, it, it was definitely um, just a, a time that I will never forget. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, what was your second question? Sorry, I, I missed the next part. No, I, th- I think you probably answered just what the importance of the Pete Wilson. I think you kind of mentioned it there, with just the way his personality was always giving back to the program and what makes that event uh, so special, uh, especially as, as a Wheaton wrestler is just, you know, he was always around and, and always, always giving back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I would definitely say that's what, what makes the tournament special. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's something that we look forward to all year. Um, and, uh, like you said, it, it's definitely, um, you know, a tournament where we, we get to remember, uh, Pete Wilson now and, um, can, can always look back on, on that. And, um, and it's, it's definitely special for every Wheaton wrestler to prepare for that tournament and to wrestle in it. Um, it's an amazing experience. You, you go on in that year to, to the national championship match. And if you, if you can kind of walk us through, that match a little bit because you go down big early and all of a sudden as you as you make this comeback the crowd seems to just kind of well to the point where even even in a loss it felt like you were the you were the kind of the, the crowd favorite out of out of that meet if what are your memories of that national championship match yeah so yeah it was a crazy match for sure i, I think my, you know going back there my memories are that uh, you know, it, it was, it was a battle. Um, I just didn't want to give up, honestly. <laughs> I, uh, I was down by a lot and, uh, the thing in going on in my head was just, uh, just keep wrestling. Um, just don't stop wrestling. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what happens, but you just, uh, I'm just don't, don't give up, keep fighting. And, uh, I think that's what I did. I just kept attacking and, kept looking for a way to win. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I caught him with a, with a throw and it was really exciting. Um, and, uh, and I, and I just kept pushing, I kept going and I saw that he was getting tired. And so, uh, you know, it was definitely, it was definitely something I'll, I'll remember in regard to just, uh, just never giving up, you know, persevering. Um, I didn't pull it out. Um, I got really close to it, but, 
Um, but I think I, I left it all out there though. Um, you know, in that, in that match. And so, uh, it's definitely something I remember. And you, you mentioned it, and, and I guess this, it kind of, your career ends up circling back. You mentioned how your faith carried you through your sophomore year when you missed the injury. And unfortunately, you, you have the chance to come back for that extra season. That kind of ends in that same way with just a freak injury. So how was it that you were able to cope with that injury, and where do you feel like uh, the role of your, your faith played in, in, get, in getting you through that? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't easy, um, for sure. Like you described that, um, that time just, um, going from a really, really awesome mountaintop, uh, you know, season to, um, to a season that, that ended in, um, you know, me not even making the national, the national finals was really, really hard. Um, it, to be honest, it, you know, I, I had to wrestle with my faith, um, you know, after that loss, uh, I think I, I had to go to God a lot. I had to go to scripture a lot and, um, just really reconcile with, um, just remembering that wrestling, um, is an awesome sport. I love it. It's given so much to me. It's taught me so much, uh, but it doesn't define who I am. And, um, and so I, I really just had to wrestle in prayer, uh, with those thoughts and, um, and it took me a long time, honestly. And, and, and sometimes I, I still have to wrestle in, in prayer with those thoughts, you know, when you're an athlete for so long and, uh, you know, you have uh, something that you work for for so long and then it ends up, uh, you know, not going the way that you planned. It's, um, it's, it's really hard. I think every, every athlete will experience that at some point. Um, but I think, I think my faith in God and, just remembering that, um, you know, in the scriptures, my, my name is written in the book of life, um, you know, uh, in that, um, you know, things on this earth, um, you know, they, they have importance for sure, but, um, but there's greater importance as well, um, just in my faith and relationship with God. So, um, so I, I would just say, yeah, prayer and, and reading scripture is really what got me through and is, is continuing to get me through, um, you know, uh, realizing that, you know, a sport doesn't define who I am. So, yeah, and we, you kind of, we get to where, where you are now, which we're talking on opposite sides of the globe. So kind of fill, uh, those who are listening in on, on what your post graduation life has been like and what's led you to the point now where you're doing missions work in Ukraine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's great great question there it, it's definitely uh, a journey um that i've had to get here um right after graduating I, I started a job and it was great um you know it was in the it was in the working world secular world um uh, but i felt like something something was uh was missing um i just felt like i, I wasn't doing something that that really uh filled my heart um that i felt was uh was you know uh, meaningful in the way that I was, I was looking for meaning. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I was, uh, I've always been open, I think, to, um, to going on an adventure for God, uh, doing something that's bigger than myself. Um, right after college, I actually, uh, had a prayer my, my senior year, um, 
I was actually going uh, right over the, the railroad tracks uh, close to um, the Wheaton station there. And, uh, and I remember praying. I was like, you know, I just told God, I said, um, you know, send me anywhere you want. You know, I was like, I just, I just want to go where you, where you want me to go. I want to serve you. I want to, um, I just, I want to do something great for you. And, uh, and a year later, an opportunity came where, um, you know, there's a group of missionaries that were headed overseas to Eastern Europe. And, uh, and somebody asked me, they said, you know, is this something that you'd be interested in? And, uh, (laughs) I said, yeah. And, and I thought back to that prayer. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, it came full circle that, um, you know, this team is able to go, um, you know, come to, to Ukraine in the middle of a pandemic to go share our faith with as many people as possible um, and to help uh, to help make disciples here in Ukraine. So um, that's that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. How, how has obviously the timing of that is very tricky because, yes, you, you obviously want to follow the call, but the, the pandemic puts a pretty big hamper on that. So how have, how has this trip and your work been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic and what what extra steps have you had to take as part of that? Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. So so I started out saying that there was a team that wanted to go to Eastern Europe and and that's true. Actually, our first destination was uh, Budapest, Hungary, and uh, we were set to go uh, to Budapest, um, you know, in the fall. And uh, and then and then we find out that the um, that there's some uh, situation with um, with documents that have to do with COVID. And and you know, long story short, we're now not able to go to Budapest, Hungary. So then we change our plans to go to Ukraine, um, and we're really excited about it. And you know, there's a small church there that, that we can help. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, it, it, we're in Odessa. So, you know, there's a large population here that, that we can reach out to. Um, but then it was a week before we were supposed to leave for, for Odessa, Ukraine, that the borders shut down due to, uh, I guess it was a Jewish holiday. Um, and they didn't want people coming in because of the COVID pandemic. And so, and so, uh, you know, most of us have, have quit our jobs already by that point, and uh, we find out we're not able to go into to Ukraine. Uh, so we pull an audible and decide to go to um, Istanbul, Turkey, um, because it's it's really close to uh, it's it's really easy to get into Ukraine from from Istanbul, Turkey, and we realize that there's a small church there that that we can uh, can encourage and also. Um, you know, potentially do some, some low key, um, you know, missionary work there as well. And so, uh, and so we end up going to Turkey and we stay there for two weeks until the borders open for Ukraine and then, and then make it to Ukraine somehow, um, you know, with COVID taking a COVID test before we get there and, and hoping that they, they let a big group of Americans in and, and they ended up letting us in. And, um, and since then we've had to get, you know, our, our, uh, I think it's a one-year visa, eight-month visa, um, and uh, and so so we're good to go now. Um, we'll be here until July first, but um, definitely uh, not how we planned. Um, you know this this missionary journey, and definitely uh, you know I feel like God directed our steps and and really placed us here at a time uh, when He wanted to. So yeah. The, it- and maybe this this draws back to to your time at Wheaton and, and Coach Grunwald's approach, but it, it feels like there's 
there's a consistency within the program. And, and is it is it Coach Grunewald's approach, or what is it that tends to push um, push the products of the wrestling program out into missions work and and kind of drive them to to find places and, and maybe it's just the uniqueness of wrestling that, that kind of draws you to areas around the world where you can really plug in like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, I think it's both of those things. You know, I, I think the first is just, um, you know, being a wrestler, uh, we're, we're just used to, um, we're used to pushing ourselves. We're used to, um, you know, going above and beyond and, um, putting us in situation, putting ourselves in situations that are not comfortable. Um, and we're okay with that because we know that, you know, putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations is when we're able to grow and it's when we're able to do the most, um, the most good. And, um, and so I can absolutely see, um, you know, uh, uh, um, a wrestler's mindset carrying into, to missions work, um, especially overseas, um, where, you know, you're going to face a lot of hardship and trial and it's not going to be easy and it's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, but I think wrestlers are, are made for that type of, of situation. Um, and then the other thing I, I think is, uh, is, yeah, I think Coach Grunewald um, has definitely made an impact on, um, on the athletes that he coaches um, because um, Coach Grunewald um, is constantly talking about um, – about doing something that's greater than ourselves, being a part of something that's greater than ourselves. Um, you know, the Wheaton wrestling team is, we don't have, uh, although it's an individual sport, we don't have an individual focus. We're, we're team focused. Um, but more importantly, we're, we're Christ focused. And, um, and so he really fosters that, that mentality. Um, and, uh, and just that, that, um, that mentality of faith um, and, and pushing ourselves spiritually, um, you know, as well as, as physically and, and in all other ways as well. But, uh, but that spiritual focus as well. So I would say both those things, just being a wrestler in general prepares, um, you know, can prepare one for, for overseas mission work, but also um, having a great coach in, uh, in coach Grunewald and, and uh, fostering that, that spiritual mindset as well really prepares one for, for life after we and, and whatever they do, but especially I would say in, uh, in being a, an overseas missionary. Yeah, and, and uh, along the same lines, it, it felt like for so many years it felt like there, maybe the, the culture of the program had become one where it's a little bit scattered, but Coach Greenwald's kind of cultivated this this program identity that, that how does it make you feel as alumni to, to just kind of be drawn back to the program and to each other and have that, have that brotherhood uh, after you leave and as you're spread around the world, still have that connection. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, you know, when you, when you, you bleed and you sweat and you, you cry with, uh, you know, with, with other men in, in, in a wrestling room, pushing each other, you know, to, to breaking points, it, it absolutely is going to, is going to get, um, is going to get us closer, right? We're, um, and, and, and I would say, um, you know, those memories of, of just, uh, you know, the hard work in the wrestling room, but also, um, you know, the, the traveling and the, um, the spiritual conversations and, and gathering around somebody when, you know, they've, they've had a death in the family or, or something, you know, um, 
something really hard happened in their life where, you know, I remember times gathering and just everybody would pray for that person, right? We'd gather around, give them a giant hug and, and, and just pray over them. And um, just those moments, I know that we'll, we'll never forget. So after, you know, after the, the wrestling career is over, it's just something that will always connect us. And so we can, we know that we can reach out to, to each other and that we'll have each other's back and, uh, you know, that we do have that, that brotherhood, but it, it definitely is something that has, um, developed just through, I think, suffering together and, and being there for each other as well. Um, and I think it's, it's definitely a testament to, to God really working in our, in our program and, uh, God using, you know, coach Grunwald and, and the staff and, um, uh, and, and our trainer, Tanya and, um, you know, just so many other people that have poured into the wrestling program, alumni coming in and, um, and, and, and spending time with us as well. Um, I think it's made, it's made we in wrestling something special. And like you said, that, that brotherhood, um, something special as well.